0: and I am one of the um, data entry specialists in human resources and um, I'm going to go through our new EA form process that we've set up. Um, First I'd like to kind of explain um, why we are launching this new form. The current form that we use in Laserfish, uh, Myra and I basically take the data from that form, and we manually enter the information into the Oracle system. And um, so this new form we are designing will be able to take the data and actually load it directly into Oracle, which will help us to limit the amount of errors based on having it go through multiple people into manual entry. And um, we've also been able to link the form directly to Oracle to supply information to the department from Oracle as they're entering the information into the form, which will help um, the people in your departments who are actually creating the EAs to have access directly from Oracle so that they know what the position names are without having to keep track of that in a separate Um, spreadsheet or something or look at other kinds of documents for that information. Currently, the form that that we've, we're only using new hires in the form. We've only um, set up new hire, the new hire EA. Going forward, we are hoping to create the rest of the EAs in this form, but currently the process will only be for new hires and we'll still use LaserFish for all other types of EAs. While we're going through the process, um, feel free to ask questions if you have any, or you can also um, put them in the chat window here in the GoToMeeting session, and Myra and I will try to answer those for you. All right, so the first thing I wanna do is, um, we're gonna kind of walk through the workflow and I'm going to show you how to access the EA. There are two different ways that you can access the EA for approval. So we're going to go through the first one, which is to um, actually log in directly to the system, and we will provide instructions with user guides and that type of thing with a link where you can do that. Or um, many of you may also currently just use the notification email that you receive and a link there in order to just go directly to the EA and um, approve them that way. And you'll still have that that ability to do that with this system as well. So you'll also receive a notification email that has a link. So if you don't do a lot of EAs in your department and you just want to be able to do that, you can do that as well. So we'll go through all of those different steps. But just to kind of walk through the general workflow, workflow, it's very similar to the way it is in the LaserFish system. You'll have an initiator in your department, or maybe several initiators in your department who will create the EAs. The difference between the, the LaserFish system and this system is that any initiators, as well as approvers in your department will have access to the EAs that anyone creates, um, they, currently in the Laserfish system, if one initiator creates the EA, only that person has access to it. This will be different in this system where anyone that has that security set up in your department will have access to make changes to others' EAs or be able to see them, um, take action on them. If someone's out, out on leave or Whatever and it needs to something needs to be done to the another person's EA, they'll be able to do that. So there's no um, assigning an EA to yourself, putting it into your inbox. It's just kind of in an open um, area for anyone with that security access to take action on them. Once the initiator creates the EA and submits it for approval in the department, then um, obviously then the next step is to do the departmental approval, which we're gonna go over today and then that it will be reviewed and either approved or rejected by the department level approver if it's rejected obviously it goes back to the initiator step where any of the initiators in the department can make corrections and resubmit and then if it's approved by the department approver it goes on to an hr review step and then one of the workforce planning specialists in human resources will be able to review the ea and just double check for any issues and then they can either approve or reject. If HR reviewer rejects it, it will go back to the initiator or any of the initiators for corrections and then we'll need to go back through the workflow process again. If it's approved by the HR reviewer, then it will go on to Myra and I for HR data entry. And there's a few pieces that we will add to the EA in order for it to actually load into Oracle and we will submit it to Oracle, the Oracle step for load. And the load should take just a few minutes, maybe up to 10 or 15 minutes at most. And as long as there are no additional issues with the Oracle load, um, then it should load into Oracle and be changed to a completed status. If there are any issues with the Oracle load, then it will reject back to Myra and I um, so that we can determine if there's any corrections that need to be made to the EA at that point. So this is the um, the land or the login page that you'll see for the new EA form. And we will be doing Active Directory login. So you would um, go here and log in with your Active Directory if you choose to just go in and log in to see your EAs. And this is what the main landing page will look like. So we're gonna call it the EA Portal. And it's gonna... Um, start with the to-do status so this is basically what that means is that it's anything that is in your workflow or anything that you can take action on so it's going to depend on what your security status setup is like in the system for most everybody you're going to only have one department listed Um, i've got several on my current security status so that i can show um, a couple of different things but Most of you will only have one department listed. Anything here at the top are filters so that you can change the way that your display lists underneath here. Um, Obviously, eventually you'll have probably hundreds of different EAs listed here. Maybe not in your to-do status, but eventually there'll be lots of EAs in the system. Um, We're using a test environment to show you this demonstration. So there aren't very many EAs right now in this this test environment. So you can change your status here to see different types of EAs if you wanted to review things um, or see what's going on in your your EAs for your department. Um, You can change it to all to see everything that has been done within your department. So we're going to actually do um, a Parks and Rec EA today. So I'm going to go ahead and just choose the Parks and Rec Department so that we can look at that. So if you choose all, it's going to show you everything. You have to click the Apply Filters button to change the information. It's going to show you all the EAs that are in that particular, um, but that are in your department that have been processed or that are in some, some piece of the process. So anything, again, that's to-do is going to be something you can take action on. It's going to show anything that's in progress. So that might be somewhere else along the line, like for example, in the HR reviewer step, it could be, um, um, like this one, for example, is not in my to-do. It's showing in progress because I was the one who initiated the EA. So if any of you have both um, initiator and Department approver security, and you initiate an EA, you won't be able to approve it. so it'll still be at the department approver step, but you won't see it in your to- do box. The other approvers in your department will. And then it will also show any that are that are completed, which means that they have been loaded into Oracle. You can um, also change it to only see things that are in progress so it won't include the completed or you can change to only see things that are completed and actually have been loaded into Oracle. You can also search for just one individual, and you can type in any part of the name, so it could be, um, I think we had, yeah. so you could do like the first name, for example, and just search for the one person that you're looking for. The one thing to note is that you do um, need to make sure that your status that, that person's EA falls within that status. So, if you're searching in To Do and you're typing the name, but the the status of the EA is not in your To Do box, you won't find it. So, you may want to, if you're searching for name, make sure that your status is listed as All. You can also search by a certain date range. So, if you're looking for something that um, started, and I believe this is for the,
1: um, we can test this. Yes, for the effective date of the
0: EA. So, if you're looking for um, EAs that are for a specific pay period, maybe, or that fall within a particular month, um, that type of thing, then you can look for that information as well by doing the date ranges and apply the filter, okay? We're going to go back to
1: the to-do. And delete
0: this. And the one that we're going to look at today is um, employee, Edward Employee. But before we actually pull up his EA, I wanted to show you, you will receive, this is the um, Notification email that you'll receive, and it'll go to all the approvers. And obviously, this is a test um, environment, so it's going to those of us who have been testing. Um, and it will show you who it would have gone to, but it's going to basically have the um, the type of EA. So it will say it's a new hire EA, the effective date of the EA, and the name of the employee in the subject line of your um, email notification similar information in the body of the email as well as the um, date that it was submitted to you and the name of the person that submitted the ea is who it will be addressed by and then a link to the system and then so you can click directly on this link they'll ask you to log in and it will go directly to this ea so you don't have to go hunting for it in your list on the on the system here okay so those of you that maybe only have a few EAs that you do here and there, you can use this. Now again, um, any any approver in your department will have access to these. So if you have multiple approvers in your department, any one of them can come here and, and do the EA. It's not, um, you don't assign it to someone specific. Okay, so you're just going to click on the name of the EA, and it's going to populate the EA. Pull it up like this, and this is what it looks like. And there are um, a few different sections to the EA. The first one here is going to have the person information. Second one is going to have their position or assignment information. And then the third one is where they can attach different documents, and then there's a review section you will have the ability to make changes to the EA as the approver if you would like to. So, if there's something that's, you know, relatively minor that you want to just correct yourself instead of sending it back to the initiator to change, you're welcome to do that. You're obviously also welcome to go ahead and just reject it back to the initiator to make a change. Um, Just keep in mind, any changes that you do make, there will be um, a note in in the EA, and we'll show you that here, um, that that will show that you have actually made a a change to the EA. So the first two, and I will scroll through these, but my suggestion to you is that you start with section three and four to review the EA, and only come back to section one and two if you actually need to make a change. That would be the easiest, most um, time efficient way to do it, but I will scroll through so that you can kind of see Get an idea of what your um initiators are looking at when they're creating the ea so they're going to go through and enter all these fields here as they're creating the ea one thing um, to note is that when they enter the social security number they are going to be notified if that employee already exists in the system as um an ex-employee, so it will change the action type to rehire so they don't have to, um, to already know that somebody was previously hired with the county, the system will tell them that. As well as um, if, the, if the social security number exists as a current employee, but maybe works for another department it's maybe a temp employee or something, it's also going to give them a message that says that this social security number exists as an employee in the record, and that they need to use the LaserFish EA system to create a different type of EA. So that will cut back on a lot of errors that we have to reject EAs back for in HR. Now, when they if they enter a recruitment number, and applicant ID from job apps, it will automatically generate the name, address, personal email address, and the, um, driver's license information. So that information will be um, pulled over from the job app system. But they can leave it blank and manually enter that information. So they're gonna be putting in all this work, work location, um, business card title, which we did move from the position to the person section as they only can have one and it is listed within the person details on in Oracle date of birth. Um, if you do change something, you need to click the save button in order to update it. And there's a next button to go to the next screen. If You're going to view the assignment information. You're going to click the little magnifying glass. You are able to delete if you click the um, trash can, or you can add an additional assignment if there are uh, multiple assignments needed to be added to this record. So, we'll go ahead and open this to see the information here. When they um, select, they need to select the organization that the position belongs to, and then it will give them a drop-down of all the different positions within that organization so that they can select the correct position. And then it will um, automatically populate the FLSA, the weekly working hours, the salary, the pay basis, like salary or hourly, as well as the default grade from the position. All of those are the defaults from the position, and then they can change the weekly working hours or choose if there's multiple grades that are available on a position. They can choose which one they would like to assign to this person. And then there's a dropdown of all the different supervisors that they can select from in your department and it will populate their position details for the supervisor here. If they need to assign someone that is not um, an actual supervisor right now, that, that currently doesn't have direct reports, they can click on this button and do that. If they indicate that the employee that they are hiring here is a supervisor, it gives them the opportunity to add direct reports. And then they'll add costing information, both for um, their general ledger costing, which is for the costing for their assignment, which can be multiple costing. So it gives them the opportunity to indicate the percent so that if they do need to put multiple lines, as long as it equals 100%, and then the costing for the default expense, which is for if they submit um, I expense submissions. And there's information about what each of those are there. And then there's the um, specialty pay, and you'll only see this if your department has specialty pay, such as stipends. So that would be um, generally things like for CDL, or um, there's several options in the Sheriff's and the Fire and Rescue Department. And click the Next button. This is where the documents are, so um, so we, we have a, another question here um, about the costing. Let me go back to that here. I just want to show you how that works. Um, currently, we ask um, the HR liaisons to indicate the cost center on the EA if it doesn't match up with what the third segment of the assignment is. So if you, um, you know, if they're not sure what the cost cost center should be, um, they can certainly reach out to whoever does the um, budget stuff in their department. But generally, all they'll need to do is go here to the cost center and pull up the, the correct cost center. So if it should be the one that's for, you know, that's the, the last segment on the position, then they can just go here and select it it's going to give you the default string, so they won't need to know the string. It will actually just pull the whole string here for them. Um, We did finance set up a really nice table for us to be able to do that. The only time that they will need to know what the string is, is if the person works in a project or grant, and then they will need to indicate the project or grant the full string in the comments section. Um, because we won't have that information um, in order to load that into Oracle. Myra and I will need to manually enter any project or grant strings. And that's going to be if there's um, a segment in where these other zeros are here after the um, I can't remember what this one's called. Um, but this is the project and the grant string. So it's usually like a G or an X or those kind of codes here. So if you have any other questions about that, but that's really nice that they, they just need to do the cost center just like they do now and it will pull the string for them, okay? And usually if it's um, a grant position or a project, um, they'll be supplied that information from the person who is the budget person in your department who has that information, they'll be able to supply the full grant string for you. Okay. So then um, is the document the document upload section is next where they'll um, do, select the document type. So if it's like an offer letter, employment application, salary worksheets, those kinds of things, um, very similar to what we do currently in the LaserFish system. They'll choose the file from their computer and upload. They need to do them each individually, and they'll be listed here. Um, Our suggestion is that you come here and you um, open the documents. So you can click on either the little icon or the line there, and open they're stored in LaserFish temporarily until the EA is completed they can be um all different kinds of documents so pdfs um, which is what we have here you can load word documents excel documents um, jpegs any kind of picture kind of documents though all those different types of things we do prefer um, pd or pdfs because they're easier to load into laserfish and view but again any kind of document can be loaded here. Um, They do have the ability to be deleted if they're not correct documents and obviously um, new things uploaded here. You just check the little box here and and do the delete if you wanna delete something and you can make changes or you can reject it back and ask your um, initiators to do the changes there. You can either click the next button or you can click the little um, review thing here to get to the next tab and then this is where i would suggest that you do most of your review from the first thing is going to show your workflow activity and this is going to be on on the top of the review section for all eas so this is um, really nice especially for eas that have any kind of rejection back and forth you'll be able to see all that kind of information here and it's going to always show every anytime that anything is done to the EA. So this is a nice example. It shows that um, obviously when Myra created it, she saved something and then she made a change to it and saved it again. So it's going to show you that she modified the data. Again, if you go in and you make a change and you save it, it's going to do the same thing and it's going to have your information and the time and date that you did that. So we'll just kind of scroll through. It's going to be very similar to the um, information that we just looked at previously, but it's not, you're not gonna be able to make any changes in the review section. It's just gonna have the basic data. So if you just wanna go directly here and review the information, make sure it looks okay. You're welcome to do that. It's Gonna show your, your position here at the very top. And again, obviously on the EA here. all the direct reports. Um, We did add in their their details here. This will be helpful. um, So you can know these are the positions that the person will be supervising. So you can get an idea, make sure that they're the correct correct information. And again, the um, expense, and they're actually in um, the opposite order on the review section here. It's going to show the expense one first, and then the the general is your assignment costing. You can see the expense. We default it to the object of um, 63420, which is travel. And then down here at the very bottom are the different actions that you can take on the EA. The first thing we have um, is a little print option, which is actually going to save the EA in, a PDF document and it's thinking here, it's a little slow on the test environment. So it's going to give you this link to a PDF document. This is if you, if for some reason you wanted to save the EA as a, um, on your computer. And then, um, or you needed to email it to someone. So it's going to show the workflow section here that was at the top of the review tab on a separate page. So if you didn't want to include that and then it'll have all the information on the EA here, pretty much the same as in the in the um, review section In a nice printable. Thing there. Okay, Let's scroll back down here. So then you'll have the other options of either reject or approve, and then you also have a delete button. So we have given the departments the ability to delete their own EAs. So if for um, some reason maybe the new hire decided at the last minute that they're not going to accept the position, and they still um, the, the EA is still in your department, or there's um, you've created duplicate EAs, or some some reason that you don't need this EA, you are able to delete it. In your department. Um, The delete feature on this does not permanently delete it, so it will be um, recoverable if that's something that needs to happen. Um, I'm just going to click on the reject so you can see it does create um, a notification email that's going to go back to the person that initiated it. So it's not going to go to all of the initiators in your department, but only to the person that initiated this EA there is an option to add others as carbon copy. So you can add anyone else to this CC line. So if you wanted to add all the rest of the people that were initiators in your department, if you had multiples, you can do that here or anyone else um, that you wanted to carbon copy. If you wanted to copy one of your other approvers, you could do that, anything like that. If you reject an EA, it's gonna require additional comments and those comments are going to be um, added to the workflow section here at the top of the review section of the EA. So that's where you're going to be able to see them and they're going to become a permanent part of this EA's um, record there. So just keep that in mind when you add comments, it will become a permanent part of the EA, okay? We're going to cancel this so we can go back and look at the other approve option. so this one is the same pretty much the same thing (coughs) excuse me it's going to um go back to the initiator and it's also going to go on to all of the um hr approvers so all of the workforce planning specialists in human resources and you can kind of scroll through and see all the people that are listed here as getting this email if wanted to see then you can also have the same same thing you can also carbon copy anyone else that you would like to receive it and um this time the subject line is going to indicate obviously it's a new hire ea the effective date the employee's name but it's going to indicate the department and that's for um, the hr reviewers and workforce planning specialists so that they can see with the subject line which ones belong to those that are assigned to your specific department and the body of the email is basically the same as you know the one that you're using to look at your stuff it's also going to have a link and have some basic information and you can this time you have the option of adding comments if you would like to you can add the comments or you can um, not add comments it's up to you but i just want to show you I'm gonna go ahead and click the send button. It's gonna take you back to the EA portal, to your to-do list, so if you had to do multiples, um, you would just be able to come back here and click on the next one and approve that one. I'm gonna go and find that EA, so click on the all status. And we were looking at Edward
1: employee, I believe it was.
0: So I just wanted to show you what um, I went ahead and submitted that EA and these were the comments I added to that notification and then it shows here on the EA and that's going to become a par- permanent part of the EA so any comments that are listed um, I know we have some issues with the Laserfish EA where as a department approver you can't always see the comments from the data entry or from HR when it comes back to you after it's been reviewed by the initiator. Um, So this, you will be able to see all of those comments on the history of the EA here.
1: Okay. All right, so I think um, we've pretty much covered.
0: And um, just so you also see there's, you may have noticed there's this little show deleted Button here. If you do click on that, if you happen to delete any EAs, you can click there and see any that are deleted. So um, you'll be able to see if there's something deleted that you wanted to be able to recover. Um, Obviously, you would need to contact um, HR and um, we would work with the IT department in order to recover any of those that might be deleted. The other thing that I didn't um, cover yet is that your Initiators. Let me see if I have one. I think I have one I
1: initiated. No. Oh, I do. This one right here.
0: Let me try to go in here. So I initiated this EA, but um it's at the department reviewer step. So I can't take action as the department reviewer, but I have this little recall button here. So as the initiator, I can come in here and recall the EA back to me. So if I just decide that, oh, I made an error on this and it's still waiting for department reviewer action, I don't have to contact one of my reviewers and say, can you reject that back to me? I can go in here and I can recall it and it's going to go to the reviewers and I can copy anybody else that I want and indicate that I've recalled this EA back so that I can either make additions to it, corrections, or maybe delete it myself if it's someone that I know um, the EA doesn't need to be processed for. And then I can add an, any comments to that so that I can reject recall it back. So they will have that option um, only for EAs that are waiting for departmental approval. Once it's come to HR, then it can't be recalled back. We would have to reject it back to your department if you needed it to be rejected back. Okay. So that's a nice little new feature that we've added. Does anybody have any questions about any other process? We've pretty much covered all the, oh, There is one other thing I didn't mention. All of these little um, headers here are are able to be sorted by. So if you um, wanted to, if you wanted to do all and then sort by the ones that are completed in progress or sort by the person that initiated them, you can just click on the little arrows here to the side and sort your EAs. They're automatically sorted by the employee's name here, but you can sort them by any of the other um, columns there. All right, if there are no other questions, then we've covered everything that we have today, and we really appreciate your time with us. And we do, um, we have a couple of little things that we're still trying to finalize but we are hoping to get this launched very soon. And we will send out another email with the guides and stuff once we're ready to do that. Um, I'm hoping that it will be within the next week or two, um, but we'll, we'll um, get that launch, um, sent out as soon as we're ready to do that. All right. Thank you very much and have a nice day.
1: Thanks, Daisy. Thank you.